Dead. Are you a ridge chip guy or a classic chip guy? Oh, buddy. Oh, buddy. That's a, that's a question. Uh, I'm a classic. I don't really... First off, don't eat many chips. Second off, when I do, they're not ridged. Point of clarification. Do you not eat chips like the traditional potato chip? Like flavor, non-flavor, whatever. Or are you not like a, a salty snack kind of guy? I'm definitely not a salty snack kind of guy. Mm, okay. Um you know, I do like a good chip every once in a while. Um but I don't like eat chips on a daily basis by any means. Interesting. Um, but out of all of that, I do not go ruffled or ridged. All right. I am a salty snack uh connoisseur uh, as we have discussed previously. Oh. I'm, a, I'm a snack guy. Yeah. Um you are a snack guy. And I, it's funny, I have, like, uh, Trader Joe's Ridge chips on my desk for my lunch today. Um, oh, okay. And I, like, was thinking as I was eating them, I was like, I don't, I don't know if I have a real preference. You know, I, I feel like that's something people make such a big yeah. deal out of. They're, you know, I especially... We were '90s kids. We remember the the Ruffles. It has ridges commercials. The one that they were really trying right. to push the. Hey, look, we we bent this chip. Isn't that cool? Um, <laughs> we made it crinkly. Yeah. Uh, and I don't have a big preference. I will say, if I'm dipping, you know, if I'm putting a chip in a dip, I prefer the ridged for the reasons that yeah. they designed Makes it for. Sense. Right? Like, yeah, you get more dip on your chip. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if I if I like, I don't know a scenario when somebody would be like, "Do you want flat or ridge chips?" But I guess I would go flat uh, if given the option. You know, it's I'm definitely a flat guy. I'm a kettle cooked guy. If I have my option, big I'm going fan kettle of kettle cooked. cooked. Uh, and jalapeno or salt and vinegar are typically my two that I go with. But. If, if that's not available, I'm just like a regular barbecue chip kind of guy. Just give me some barbecue chips I'm a, uh, and I'll be good. I'm a uh, chip flavor wise. I'm a barbecue chip guy. Um, I yeah. think you'd be proud at how often I eat jalapeno chips for the, yeah. I, I don't find jalapeno chips to be spicy, right? Like, no, they, my problem with jalapeno chips is never that they're too hot for me to eat while I'm eating because like the, shout out Michigan companies, the better made hot chip that they have is way hotter than any jalapeno chip. I've never had the better made hot chip. It is uh, uh, very hot mm. though. Like up there with the, the remember when they took flaming hot Cheetos and said, what if we made it burn your face off and made like the extra flaming hot <laughs> Cheeto or whatever? Um, I do remember that. I would say like the the better made hot chip one is is like on on Ooh, par that with sounds, that. That sounds good. I tell you what's a good chip. Kettle makes a pepperoncini chip. Mm, that I, is like jalapeno and salt and vinegar mixed. Is is kind of the similar or the way to describe it. It tastes like a pepperoncini. If you know like a banana yeah. pepper or pepperoncini, it's like that. But uh it's a good chip. That's a good chip right there. My uh, um, my confession to you in the world is that uh, I'm a Funyun eater. Big fan of Funyuns. Listen here. I believe Flamin' Hot Funyuns are God's gift to this earth. I haven't tried the Flamin' Hot I, ones, and I definitely, I need to, next time I 
because they only came out like not too long ago, like maybe a year or two ago. Um, but I do, I need to, I need to venture into, uh, into the Flaming Hot Funyun. Oh, it's a, it's a good snack. It's a good snack. Uh, I'm a big fan of Flaming Hot and I'm a big fan of Flaming Hot Funyuns. Um, back in the day when I was a depressy boy, uh, when I painted houses. Oh yeah. Um, after a long depressing day, I would go and my comfort food because I was poor was, uh, still poor. Let's not change that. Well, still yeah. not doing when I was poorer, um, my comfort food was going to the gas station and getting a chocolate milk and a bag of Southern Heat barbecue chips mm-hmm. and eating those on my way home from painting. And boy, how is that good? The chocolate milk with that chip combination sounds terrible. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. It sounds awful. <laughs> I, it's just two very different and strong flavors coming together. <laughs> welcome to big dad energy the journey of parenting and adulting through the eyes of two young dads i'm your co-host joe lopez and with me as always is my co-dad jared Shemansky. jared how the heck are you joseph i am physically and emotionally exhausted buddy it's been two weeks since we've recorded and so much has happened in these two weeks uh it is i was thinking about this today when i was at work I was like, man, I feel like I need a couple days off work just to like regroup. And then I was like, I have only been working for like four weeks. It is, it is the yeah. first week of February. I can't just, can't just already be burnt out at work. Uh, and I, it's right. just, there's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to run. You got work all day and kids all night and work all day and kids all night. There's nowhere to go. Oh, it's a rough life to live. Um, I want to, I want to start off with the elephant in the room um last time we talked the lions were about to play for the nfc championship they were (sighs) and uh and it's two weeks later and they're still not in the super bowl i said on this podcast that i would just go in being appreciative of where the lions were and what happened this season and i was for the first Lions touchdown, for the second Lions touchdown, for the third Lions touchdown, for the field goal before halftime, I was so appreciative. So just like... Appreciated the hell out of it. Appreciated the hell out of this season. Uh, 21 to... Or 24 to 7. Like just, just feeling good. Feeling real good. Feeling real good. First touchdown in the first two minutes of the quarter... I missed the first touchdown because I was putting Ben to bed. I yelled so loud during that first touchdown. It was so quick that, like, they kicked off, and I was like, all right, Ben. Uh, He was actually laying on the couch. We made a deal. I was like, you can watch a little bit of the football game, but we're not going to read any books. And he said, that's fine. So he's laying on the couch. And then he did what toddlers do, and when they're ready for bed, they just start wiggling and you know grooving all over the place i'm like all right right time to go to bed they were driving i was like oh i'll pull it up on my phone once i turn the light off go in there of course we have to read one little book read a little book turn the light off pull my phone up the score's already seven zero i was like how did this even happen uh yeah and uh i it just like so good so good um 
my dad's texting me like i can't believe this is gonna happen i can't believe like what is going on uh and at halftime i'm like let's just sim to the end of the game it'll be better for my health let's just call it here just game over yeah lions go to the super bowl then the second half happens the lions lose in a heartbreak lose by three points it was I, it was it was brutal don't get me wrong yeah it, it was brutal i am now 2 weeks later at a place where i'm appreciative of what happened this season it helps yes. that we're returning both coordinators cuz i that was a big worry about this is that we were going to get a whole yeah. new offense maybe a whole new offense and defense like worrying things like that but so i'm in a i'm in a much better spot now, but I will say I didn't open Twitter on Monday. I didn't open YouTube. I bet. I didn't open Twitter. I Cause the thing about, you know, these smart algorithms that are feeding you the content that you want are great. When you want that content, I, there right. are days where, you know what? Feed me every single Lions video you got. Highlights, low lights, whatever it is, feed it to me. I want to see it. I want to see it. And over the last six months, I have curated all my algorithms to feed me Lions and football content. Right. And the last thing I wanted that day was, was to think or talk about football. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I had a call the next day, and uh, it's a national call, so I had people all over the country talking. And uh, one of the guys, like, I just kind of jumped into the call. I lead the call. So I just kind of started it off. And one of the guys was like, wait, you don't, you don't want to talk about yesterday? And I was like, no, it's not the time. No, I don't. It's not, it's not the time. I, um, it was just, you know, <clears throat> not to get too deep about football, but I was just sad. Not sad at what happened, not even sad necessarily about, I was just like sad that it was over. If I'm being honest, like it, yeah, that's what it was. I was just like, man, I, I'm, I'm sad. It's I'm sad. This run is over. Cause it was so amazing. Like so many things happened. Yeah. And I, I was sad that Detroit, like they did amazing. Detroit loved every minute of watching their lions play. Um, I'm sad that Detroit didn't get to have that. Yeah. Cinderella amazing ending, right? Um because in my mind the cinematic way my brain works is like just that's the best most amazing underdog story, right? And next year amazing. We're still going to do great. We might do the same thing, but it's not going to be as sweet because we were this good this year, you know? The storylines alone this year. Like First NFC championship ever because it was the NFC Central last time we won a division. First yeah. NFC North championship. First home playoff game win in 30 years. And it's against our former quarterback. Like fairy tale right. stuff. Fairy tale stuff. We get a second playoff game for the first time ever. Second home playoff game for the first time ever. Win that game too. In a in an like another amazing way of a football game to end. Um win that game and then it's like you're up 21 points or 17 points or you're up 17 points at halftime in the nfc championship game it's just like mind-blowing for someone it it is so hard to accurately describe what it has felt like to be a lions fan 
to people who don't get it. Even like you started watching a few years ago. It's my dad uh, was bringing it up to me when they stopped by for Christmas. He's like, I don't think I've ever felt this way about a Detroit sports team since like the 97 Red Wings when they won their cup for the first time right. in 50 years or whatever it was back then, 30 years since they had won a Stanley Cup. He's like, I, you know, it just doesn't happen like this. And there's so many years where I have stopped watching football by November, you know, like middle right. of December, maybe like, I don't think I can honestly point to another time where we even were in a playoff push, you know, like right. last year was exciting because we made it all the way to the last week of this season where it was interesting, you know, like I don't even, yeah, it it is. It's wild to even, like it's so it's it's I can't even explain it to people who haven't been through like how how can a team be so bad for so long and you still like enjoy watching them? It's like I I honestly I don't know I can't explain it to you. It just is. That's what. And so like I was sad to see this storyline. Looking back now, two weeks later, I can appreciate all the crazy like it is absolutely insane. The movie that was the Detroit Lions in 2023 and beginning of 2024, right? Yeah, like absolute movie you got a rookie as a leading rusher a rookie as a leading tight end receiver a rookie as a leading uh defensive tackler like just the the sheer just craziness that was this year uh and a little part part of me sad because next year if we do it all again say we go all the way the only thing that'll be like a first will be going to the Super Bowl, which means we have to do all of this again yeah. and get to the Super Bowl <laughs> next year to have that feeling again. Because if we win the playoff games, it'll be great. It'll be phenomenal. I'll still feel amazing about winning playoff games, but it's not going to be like beating Matt Stafford at home to win our first home playoff game in 30 years. Yeah. You know, absolutely. So I like, I don't think there's, it will, ne- will never take down this year, right? Nothing will take down this year. Like the only way to go is up. Next year, though, I think they're just going to have targets on their backs, right? Mm-hmm. Like, well, in the schedule, the NFL saw finally what the Lions were. The way the scheduling works, too, which is another, I mean, this is getting into the minutia of the NFL, but you play other divisions, right? So we'll, we always play Green Bay, Minnesota, and Chicago twice. So there's six out right. of our 17 games are uh, against our division. And then you play one other division. Uh, I can't even remember which division we play next year. And you play all four teams in that division, right? The rest of your schedule is playing the other people who finished in the same place as you did in their division. Oh, interesting. So now we have to go play, because we won our division, we have to go play all the winners of the other divisions. Gotcha. So we had to play the 49ers again, or and... The Chiefs again and it, Ravens. It is uh it is we gotta go back to San Francisco. We gotta you know oh I think yeah. we'll play the NFC West this time because uh Seattle's coming back home for the third year coming to our house for the third year gotcha. in a row. So anyway, we gotta play all those teams again. Oh yeah, again and we play uh LA the Rams come back to, to uh Detroit next year too. So it it just gets harder. It doesn't get any easier. It just gets harder. And before we move on, because, you know, this is not just a sports podcast as much as you're right. now we want it to be. <laughs> um, I did tell Kayla after the Chiefs won, 
because I watched that game. Man, can you imagine the Lions win this game and we end the season the same way we started mm-hmm. with a Lions versus Chiefs game? How poetic. Wrap it in a full circle. You know? Like, man, what a game that would have been. Uh, boy, howdy. What a season. I'm glad that I'm a fan. I'm glad that I'm watching. Uh, glad that Ben Johnson's coming back. Like, it was nice to hear him say, like, he had unfinished business in Detroit. Like, he's got things he's not ready to move on from yet. That softened the blow a little Uh, bit that next day of being able to see that and be like, okay, all right, we can do this again. He's he's got ideas. They've got ideas. So, um, anything else on the Lions? What do you, any other final thoughts? The Detroit is hosting this year's draft. So, at the end of April, the draft is going to be downtown Detroit. So, um, I'd like to get down there, even if I don't go into the draft, because honestly, I've always thought this going into the draft sounds kind of miserable because like you wait for out, you have never watched NFL football to know what, like watching the NFL draft is. Right. Uh, but even so on Thursday night of that week is the first round. The lions have one pick and that lasts from seven to almost midnight. And the Lions yeah. now have the fourth to last pick in that round because we made it so far, you know? So like, right. You go to the draft to sit there and watch 28 other teams pick before you. Yeah. And it's like, that, that sounds miserable. And and like Friday and Saturday are like guys you've never even heard of. And like, right. So, but what will be cool is downtown's going to be pumped to the nines. You know, there's going to be every I sort think- of media member, every sort of fans flying in, like it's going to be pumped to the oh, nines. It'd sure. be really neat to just be downtown while the draft is happening. Yeah. I think you, me and Kevin make our way down there at some point that, that week and uh, have an evening down there. We should, we should plan something to, to do that. Kevin's not going to be able to leave his apartment for a week. So I think we'll have to go rescue him <laughs> somehow. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, other than that, how else have you guys been doing? It's, it's been a while. Uh, what's new in your world? Uh, it's been good. It's been busy. Um, Katie just got a new job, which is pretty cool. Um, oh shit. Yeah. So she's moving to a different school district. Uh, she's teaching fifth grade. She's never taught fifth grade before. So she's a little bit nervous about teaching older Um, kids. Katie's a kindergarten teacher at heart. So she's moving away from, is she moving to like, a? Uh, what's the way I don't want to say this offensively a better school district yes district wise yes okay the school is still technically a title one school but it's in Birmingham school district so um oh, okay yeah so it's it's a better school district um and she still gets to work with uh with kids that are of higher needs so uh it's kind of a win-win okay uh from that from that facet um and so that's been cool but also stressful like this week alone so she had interviews she's worked late worked early worked late again like three days this week um just been crazy busy crazy stressful um i have a question for you because it came up this week and i made a note in my phone ben and will are in an interesting spot will is okay grown enough now that he's a full kid you know like yeah he's starting he will 
he started saying no recently and going no no yeah, yeah, and shaking yeah, yeah. his head, you know like did Grayson ever copy Cora? Um, a little bit, but he's doing it more so now. Mm. Um, as like just over two, because in the last probably month, his speech has just completely shot through the roof. Yeah. So he's mimicking everybody now. Um, but. With that being said, I mean, he would, like, yell when Cora would yell, or he would say no, um, or, like, if if she, like, I don't know, ran, spun in a circle, like, he would start spinning in a circle, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, it, I, yeah. I referred to it when I was thinking about this as it's not necessarily <laughs> copying, right? Because I don't think Will, like, does exactly what Ben does every time, but it's almost like monkey see, monkey do. I, I like I yeah. that's what it feels like where it's like he won't he's not mimicking Ben he's not like doing it to be annoying or anything like that uh, not that he would know how to do that to begin with but right he it's like monkey see monkey do so like if i say Ben it's time to go get in the shower and Ben goes no right will will stop process it for a minute and then go no and shake his head right <laughs> and it's like you don't even know what's going on kid you you don't even this yeah. is but he it's it's monkey see monkey do he sees ben do something he's like oh then i should do it you know um yes ben climbs up on the couch into our big window in the living room will follows him right up and climb you know like yeah uh they yeah everything that ben is doing will has to do next uh, and it's just like something that's yeah. really started to take off in the last like week or so, um, which is uh, is cute, very cute to look at. But at the same time, he's he's what seventeen months, he uh, a year and five months, a year and five months. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I I'm thinking back because Grayson's two years and a month, so that was only like six months ago. Yeah, like it's crazy. In like five months, you're gonna have. Or in seven months, you know, a, a two-year-old, um, and a four-year-old. So yeah, I mean, definitely, yeah. Like thinking back six months ago, yeah, that's exactly what's going. Like Cora was climbing up on the back of our couch, and Grayson's following her right up there, like on the back of the couch, walking across it. Like, yep. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it makes me. Uh, ben is a wild child. I mean, that is Cora is too. Ben is he, he's full on boy is the only way. And I hate stereotyping by gender because like it's not always accurate and it's not how things go but ben the only way you can describe him like he recently has taken to just jumping off the couch onto the floor just jumping off yeah um and i'm so it just makes me so nervous because will's gonna do the oh, same thing sure. and he's so much smaller and i have to literally like hold him back from these things i i tell you what i we're nervous of that Cora's always done that she's cannonball she calls it cannonballs yeah. so she'll pile up pillows and blankets and cannonball into the couch and Grayson does the same thing. But when my nephew was right around two, he just jumped off of his uh rocking chair and broke his uh thigh bone. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So like you know I don't know what's that that's not your femur, is it? Right? Yeah. Is that the thigh bone? Yeah, femur's the thigh yeah. bone. So he was two and he broke it. So like here's a two year old just, you know, learned how to walk, you know, kinda using their legs a little bit more and is in a full leg cast. So we've always been very cautious about like the jumping. The thing, it, even though it doesn't seem like it sometimes. It's hard because you live with this all the time and forever. 
but the the just general permanent anxiety of being a parent is ridiculous like yeah it's ridiculous it's all the time like thinking about that all the time all the time about yeah yesterday will went to climb up the couch slipped fell back bonked his head on the floor okay he cried katie held him it was fine moved on yeah he was snoring overnight and then like kind of like talked in his sleep a little bit right and katie texted me i was yeah. playing video games katie texted me and she goes he's being weird and immediately i was like oh he had a concussion we let him fall asleep this is like yeah we're gonna have an we're gonna this is gonna be ter-. of course not he was fine he was fine for like right. an hour before he went to bed after that moment but it's just the constant anxiety like that of like he's gonna ben's gonna jump off and break his arm you know like will's gonna follow yeah. him up there and and it's it also transitioned into another part that makes us even a little bit more whatever everything's hard making making it even harder is like now we have to explain to ben that he can't do something because it's a bad example for his brother right yeah and that's challenging because like it's tough one ben does not value that at all that is not a valuable thing for ben right right? like he's just trying to play and have fun and two Ben's been able to have basically carte blanche in our house as long as it doesn't break something mm-hmm. or throw it at the TV for ever, right? Like, yeah, as long as you are, because being the oldest child, he can figure out what feels safe to him, you know, well enough. Obviously, we've put in guardrails and, you know, like, but that right. explanation is, hey, you can't do that because you'll hurt yourself. That's like a a fine thing. Now it's like, hey, I know that when you put the nugget cushion down and you want to jump off the ottoman onto the nugget cushion that that is fine for you that is like you could do that all day and it would be fine and honestly it'd be worth it for me because then you're getting all your energy out that would be great yeah but it's a bad example because if will does it he'll hurt himself and yeah it's like it's not valuable for for will it's not something i want to tell ben not to do because he technically he can do it right but right now there's this extra set. So it just makes it that much harder to, to keep adding more things in and trying to explain it. And obviously this is all little kid stuff. And eventually we'll get to a point where it's like, Ben will be telling will not to do something. Cause he'll hurt himself. Right. And like, this will start to but yeah. right now in this moment, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, man, this is just adds one more layer on top of all of it. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. It is tough. It's tough when they, especially because the younger one, just so bad wants to be involved right just, just wants, wants to, to do and play just, and just wants to do everything right he just yeah and it's we've talked about this before ben got to develop his own personality cora got to develop her own personality based off like what they were doing and how they were yeah will's personality is following ben right like that's what he wants yeah. that and being a velcro baby those are his two personality traits right right um and so it just is, it's so different and, you know, that's it. It's not even more hard. It's just different. It's just different hard. Everything yeah. is always different hard. Oh, for sure. I think that that's where we benefited with being able to put Grayson in a daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, because now he, he has that separation, right? Where he is with kids literally his age for three days a week for seven hours you know, a day, six hours a day. 
so he's able to kind of get out that that kind of destructive energy in a closed safe environment with the other children his age where they can't jump off of couches but they can jump off of like a foot high box like you know so that's definitely been helpful but uh yeah it's they're at that point where will just yeah he's gonna want to do and then you know i think it's gonna be weird and hard when ben goes off to school full time and will kind of has that you know thought process of yeah where's my other one you know where's my other half where's my other guy that i'm with a lot you know and who do i have to mimic at that point yeah and and it's gonna be we're gonna see um so we send uh so ben went half day preschools right and it's only two days half a day right right now for a three-year-old preschool four-year-old preschool has now been changed all day all week five days a week all day oh wow because of uh the new (laughs) pre-k ready for all initiative that's going in here in michigan um and we don't know what we're gonna do some of the schools still offer what they call multi-age half days but those are three and Mm. four-year-olds together right and if ben's a little bit too old like if if most four-year-olds are in full day and Ben's like one of two four-year-olds, he's going to be not getting what he needs from, from preschool being with three-year-olds. Right. Um, so we're going to have to make that decision here, uh, fairly soon. Um, but luckily Katie getting a job in the district that we want to send Ben to school at, yeah. uh, we would ideally, she would at least be in the school with him. Um, so right. we'll see. those will be tough decisions that come along here fairly soon. Um, but yeah, life is yeah. life is nuts and crazy. Oof, ain't that the truth? So tell me, how was camp? No, oh, buddy, it was camp. It was great. Um, we went to camp last weekend. Uh, it was a blast. It's always the winter camp is a quick weekend. You get there on a Friday. Kids get there at like four p.m. on that Friday. <clears throat> kind of go right into programming, and then everybody's out of camp by eleven on Sunday. Yeah. So. It's, you know, you get there, you have dinner, you have opening campfire, you go into programming, then the next day it's just full on, like, open activities, you know, doing things like that. A dance, uh, wrap up the night, and then the next morning, you're off. You know, you're packing your bags and you're going back home with your parents. Crazy. So it's nonstop uh, in winter camp. Um, if you've never heard me talk about special days before on the podcast, special days is a camp um that is uh geared towards uh well it's a children's oncology camp so it's pediatrics oncology um so the camp is set for children patients and survivors as well as their siblings so that everybody can have a normal camp experience but they all have something in common um in the summer there's two weeks that are separated one week for the patients and survivors and one week for the siblings at winter camp they're all mashed together for a weekend um so last winter, we had maybe 30 campers, 40 at the most. This year, we had 96 campers um, come to camp this winter. And my village, the ages are split up into villages. I had 25 14 to 18-year-olds in my group. Um, so it was pretty, pretty wild, pretty nonstop for a weekend. But it was very good. It's always good to get back to camp. Um, that's awesome. Excited to go. Came home with the camp crud that everybody gets. Of course. 
Uh, it's going back yeah. around. I, I'm, I've dodged it a little bit so far, but I've definitely felt less than 100% this week, and I'm like, man, can't we barely survived Christmas? Cannot go back to getting sick again yeah. just a month later. It's 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 crappy. I mean, I I don't really ever really feel sick a whole lot of times, but this week I'm like, oh, I'm I feel coffee and gunky. Grayson went to the doctor's today. The last couple weeks, the last month, he's been like really whiny at night. Like he'll wake up in the middle of the night and just start crying for Kayla. Oh yeah. So he'll wake up and just be like, Mommy, Cora, like just crying. And you give him a bottle and he goes back to sleep. And he does that like five times a night. He's up like five times a night now. Ooh. It's awful. He went to the doctor's today for his two-year-old checkup. Doctor looked in his ears and he's like, he's got a double ear infection. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> we were like, oh, like he didn't have any signs other than the yeah. sleep, like crying, like no fever. Not He had like a runny nose, but he wasn't like pulling on his ears or anything. Um, but yeah, the doctor's like, he's got a double ear infection. And we're like, oh, well, maybe that's it. He's like, and I think his two-year-old molars are coming in too. And it's like, <sighs> awesome. So cool. Fantastic. Love it. Beautiful. Amazing. Uh, Will is also yeah. getting teeth. And, but we've had, we, uh, we, there was, Ben was sick with, with something and we took him to the doctor for it. And she looks in his ears and goes, is he having trouble sleeping? And of course my children don't sleep at all. So I was like, I mean, not right. not any more than normal. And she goes, "Oh, he's got an ear infection." I was like, I, yeah. "Okay, <laughs> no, no signs, no nothing. Uh, he was right. just a little. He, I think he had uh, uh, I don't know. It was one of the times they had sickness that. Um, but yeah, that was right. we've had that before. Where it's just like, oh yeah, by the way, there's an ear infection in there. So, yeah, this is the third double ear infection Grayson's had uh, that we've caught." Uh, since he's been born. So I think this boy is going to get tubes in his ears eventually. Uh, I had him. Kayla had him. So I can only imagine that he'll need him. Y'all got to get tests for um, your allergies. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Um, but yes, we've had that going on. Camp's, camp was great. Uh, boy, Hottie, I'm going to run down real quick because it, it's been a long time. The last time we talked was two weeks ago, right? Um, my car broke down. Uh, we what? blew out an oil seal. Yeah, our new car. This actually happened before the last time we recorded. Um, we blew out an oil seal in the car. So I drove Grayson to daycare one day. And it kind of smelled funny. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, you know, cold, whatever. It was kind of right after we had the shitty snowstorms. Oh, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I back out of the parking spot, and it's just full of oil. Like, the snow is just full of oil. Oh, no. I was like, oh, my God. So I drive back home. Probably shouldn't have. Um, yeah, you would know if it overheated. And, right. Kayla's dad came and looked at it. He's like, I think it's the seal, and it's the one seal that I can't fix on this car because we have to drop out like the transmission in order to get to it. Oh. I was like, crap. So we had to take it into the shop and got that fixed. Uh, basically, what happened was, there was it was so cold, and the water condensation condensed within the system that it plugged a hole for the release of the fumes and it just backed and exploded it right out of off. seal. Yeah. So we got that fixed. Um, it was very annoying. Cora, yeah, that's what, annoying. Cora's fully potty trained now. We're Neat. out of diapers. We have her sleeping without, you know, in underwear or without underwear, depending on how she's feeling. Yeah. Um, but no diapers. The other night, I, the other night, I like almost cried in the middle of the night. 
because she got up and I heard her. So I woke up. And to get to our bathroom, you have to cross in front of our bedroom door. She gets up, and I just see her bob across into the bathroom, flick on the light switch, go to the bathroom by herself, and then comes into our bedroom and says, Mom, or Daddy, I want Mommy to come sleep with me. But, like, usually she comes into my bedroom and I make her go to the bathroom, but she just was like, nope. I kind of like, ran to the bathroom, went by herself. I was like, gosh. Done it. You're a I done little did it. human. Uh... So that's really cool. And Grayson is like full blown talking, like having conversations, little I mean, they're still not full on sentences, yeah. but like we're to the point now where there's not much we can't comprehend from him, which is amazing. Him being this little tiny human. Crazy. It's it Crazy. I mean, it's insane. Uh Katie and I have <laughs> have uh friendly disagreements all the time about uh whether Will's a toddler yet or if or not. And He's like, no, he's still a baby. I'm like, kitty, he talks. Like, he's not. Yeah, he, he talks and he walks. He's not a baby anymore. He's he's a toddler. Uh, yeah. So, um, he's that one's getting more teeth. So I'm that's that's my is life. He? That's just that is. Yeah. There's no no fun ways about it. He's just a menace. So. Yeah, it's uh, they're at tough ages, and there's just so much going on in their little brains all the time that it's. It's mind blowing. Cora is being so defiant at night. She just like is fighting going to sleep every night. That's a pain in the butt. But um, other than that, she's generally a delightful human being to be around. She's so funny and so much fun. And Grayson's just so kind and sweet. But uh, they're growing up and it's weird. It's very weird. It is. It is so strange. <laughs> ben, Ben, and is getting better. Ben and I are getting better, but um. It is a, uh, it's still so, I want to do what I want, and I don't understand why I can't yeah. do what I want all the time. And so just having that conversation concept, like, we, you, you don't always just get whatever you want just because you want something. At TV is, is this big battle because he wants to watch TV and trying to explain to him, like, just because you want something. And he's big enough now that, like, he'll go find the remotes. He knows, so my, yeah. if you turn on my PlayStation, it turns on our TV because it's, like, smart connected. Right, and so now he knows if he can't find the TV remotes, he'll find my PlayStation controller and try and turn on the PlayStation controller. So I have to hide all the PlayStation controllers and the remotes, and it's just ridiculous. Um, but getting better, working through it, uh, it's just busy all the time, just constantly busy, and that's just what life is. That's just what life is until you take a vacation and you know hope that that's fine. Yeah, uh, I constantly like. Before we actually move on to, you know, our five minutes of our normal topic that we yeah. we're going to talk about, um, every once in a while I think back, like, man, do you remember, like, my brain every once in a while hits the thing of, like, oh, you know, come summer I'll have more time to do things because, like, you know, there'll be time off or whatever. And I'm like, but there's not. Like, I'm a working no. adult human being. There's no summer break. You know, for me, not, you know, I'm not a teacher, so I don't have a summer break or whatever it may be, uh, which teachers deserve a summer break. Uh, but like, I just, that mind, everyone's once up, something pops in, it's like, oh, you know, in summer I'll have more time. I'm like, no, you're still working 40 hours a week, bud. Like, you're still got a full-time job in the summer. The only thing I thought of the other day, I was, I was outside at like 730 at night 
and it's been a little bit warmer here the last couple like days yeah and i was it was like 50 degrees or like 40 degrees outside and it was like i got a little like preview of like oh yeah during the summertime i can go out in the backyard after the kids are asleep and like i can clean up the yard i can swing my golf club i can listen to music like and be outside versus now it's like okay i go from my desk downstairs then the living room with the kids to putting them to bed yeah to the couch upstairs or back down here like i don't have any other outside like places to to blow off steam right yeah yeah it's tough but it's coming around spring's gonna be here it's getting there according to that uh groundhog it'll be here sooner rather than later the groundhog's never no. right, so I don't. I don't. <laughs> oh, we're supposed to get snow again next week, in case you have noticed. So, God damn it! <laughs> I'm so sick of it. Almost there. We're almost there. Um. All right. Let's uh talk about real quick connecting with our partners because we have children that don't sleep. That's and yes. we're parents. So I feel like as parents, a lot of our time is focused on our kids, right? So we don't have much time, at least in my household, and I'm assuming your household, yeah, to spend time like we used to with, you know, our wives. And I thought about this the other day because Kayla and I were just like up talking. And the only time that could happen is at like 1030 at night because that's when our kids were asleep. And it made me realize that it's so tough for us to stay connected, um, you know, as a couple. Uh, it, it, it's just tough to do that because mm-hmm. our kids need so much attention. And I'm at work all day. She works in the evening. That it's, it's tough to really kind of have those moments of connection. So my thought was, you know, how do you and Katie kind of – make time for each other and have just conversations like you used to before kids, you know? So it's funny. You texted me this yesterday. I had a, I I talked to Katie about it a little bit today and I'm talking to her while I'm standing at the counter eating dinner. Katie is sitting at the table with the kids eating dinner because our table is covered in stuff and I didn't feel like moving it. Yeah. And uh, which is the most parent thing I can think of. Um, and, I brought it up and I was like, yeah, this is what we're talking about tonight. And we both kind of sat for a minute. And we're just like, we don't right now. We just don't. I, I like, it sounds, yeah. it would be so hard to explain to somebody who just started dating somebody else that like, Hey, just not really going to have conversations or connect with this person for large chunks of time. Um, yeah. But if I run through a normal night, um, and like for you guys, you don't connect until 1030 because your kids go to bed so late. Our kids go to bed early, right? Like they're asleep most of the time by 7, 730. But the problem is Katie goes to bed when the kids go to bed because Katie has to wake up right. at 6 a.m. to make lunches and get her lunch together, make coffee, get her work stuff together, get everything out the door. Um, and that's when Katie leaves by like 645 every morning. Um, so it's like, we have like 15 minutes, uh, between like, all right, both kids are down. Will's laying in our bed. Like 
And most of the time, Will doesn't stay asleep for very long. Like, he doesn't sleep for long chunks of time, yeah. especially at the beginning of the night. He gets better as the night goes on, but at the beginning of the night, we're lucky if we get 30 minutes without him waking up again. Um, and it's like we get these these 15 minutes to have a brief conversation. I mean, yesterday, I did, like, our, our monthly finances for January, and I, like, was trying to walk Katie through it, and we were doing it while we were getting the kids ready for bath and shower time you know like yeah that's what we have that's that's like a a terrible budgeting conversation the only time we have time to do it is like while we're also parenting the kids and so right it's it's not something that we're like oh we're never going to connect it you know we still try and find moments wherever we can get it right like yeah and trying to take those 15 minutes to um yeah to to connect a little bit but like uh, honestly that's all we get and so it's not you know uh it will get easier like one day fingers crossed will's not going to sleep in our bed and there will be time right uh so what katie and i used to do especially when when it was ben so um as you and all of our listeners know i'm i'm a, I'm a video gamer um but we would always try and make like a week night, which is like our night together, right? Where we'd watch a show or yeah. a comedy special on Netflix or whatever, or find something to, to do, um, together on that, on that one night. Um, and now that we have kids, we don't, don't even screw having a night. We haven't watched a TV show in like three years because, you know, yeah. like, uh, we just, we don't really have the TV on during the day. And then come nighttime after the kids are asleep, Katie goes to bed and it's like, that's, yeah, that's our time. You know, that's, that's kind of it. So, and even we've tried to stay up to like Katie would be like, no, I'm going to stay up tonight. We'll watch a show. We get interrupted by kids. We get interrupted by somebody waking up, somebody needing food, somebody. It's just, there's, it's just not a lot of time uh, right now. And you know, we'll get back there. It's not like that. Those days are gone forever. We'll get back to days where, okay, now we have a day for us together. And like, as the kids get older and and do more things, but like, even I've talked about this before, but like with Katie's mom being our, our daycare essentially, right? Like with Katie's mom being, being watching the kids during the day, she's also our main babysitter. So yeah during like nights and weekends we try and give her like that time off because she's with our kids all day every day so we don't even really like and on the flip side we don't we're not seeing the kids that much during the week because they're at Katie's mom's all day and so we want to spend time with the kids too so it's even hard to try and prioritize like i mean we've been trying to go to a movie theater for i swear to god a year and a half we've been saying hey we want to see a movie whatever movie it is just a movie right and we just can't do it. We just can't get to it because we, you know, like it's just not even just logistics, but like a movie's four hours. Essentially you're gone for four hours. So you gotta, you know, plan. All right. We gotta make sure the kids are, you know, busy for four hours. You gotta get them stuff to do. And then that's basically like half of a work day. And so, you know, yeah. if, if they go to Katie's mom's, it's, they've been at Katie's mom's all week. And now what we're going to ask her to do, overtime four hours overtime on the weekend you know like right so it's uh yeah it's just challenging we just don't really have a lot of time right now and uh we'll get back to it i don't 
neither of us are at like I don't want to sound insensitive, but like neither of us are worried about it. Like we're not at that point where we're like yeah. this this is what it is at this moment in time and this moment in life. And we'll just have to like when we have time, we'll add that back in. But like it's it's a, a hard reality of, of being a parent of like you just gotta put the kids above yourself and your marriage for a little bit and you know, uh that's that is what it is, especially at this age. Yeah, yeah, they're so you know they're so needy that it definitely is hard to break them away from that to have those moments. We we kind of do the same thing where um, we talk a lot at our counter. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say like our kitchen is where we do business. <laughs> uh, like it seems like a lot of our just like big important talks happen in the kitchen yeah. while we're standing around. Um, sometimes we're eating dinner. Sometimes we're just standing there because yeah. it's got good lighting and like the moment i know that we both sit on the couch we're either going to be in a phone or something's gonna be on the tv um so it's definitely you know trying to take those moments around dinner time or again while we're trying to make dinner at the same time you know something important happens during the day kayla and i need to talk about it but then we have cora standing right at the counter going mom dad look at this yeah. look at this look at this. And we're like okay Give me two minutes, kid. Like, give me two minutes, and then you can have us. Um, so definitely those moments. Um, I mean, <clears throat> I try to push for, like, date nights as much as I can or something like that along those lines. Like, you know, I ask a lot, like, do you think we can go do X, Y, Z one weekend night, you know, and see if somebody can watch our kids, whether it be her parents or my mom. And so far, I mean, it hasn't really worked out much recently because it's just been like weather sucks and there's not really much to do. Yeah, you did have a, uh, you did have your birthday plans basically canceled by the weather. So just God, everything destroyed. Um, but uh, we still like kind of like you said, you know, we stand around and we talk when we can. And now Kayla and I do watch shows together. Like if there is a show mm-hmm. um, going on, we'll watch it together. Like right now it's true detective night country. Yeah. Like Sunday nights we're watching that. Um, before when, right after it started, we watched all of the first season of true detective together. You know, we stayed up late and watched that together and talked and theorized and, you know, so, and so like it's the moments like that. But again, that didn't happen till 1030 till one in the morning, yeah. you know, that kind of time frame. Um, but you know, it's those little moments still that kind of you know made it feel nice. You know, whether yeah. be, even though it's at ten thirty, if it's a typical night like tonight, um, if Kayla were to go lay with Cora to get her to sleep, Cora's still awake. Grayson's asleep. But if Kayla goes and lays with with Cora, um, chances are Kayla will fall asleep, and then you yeah. know she's in for the night, and I'll be up watching a movie or writing or scrolling my phone or something um but it happens you know at camp at camp kayla's whole role is to take care of our kids um while i take care of campers now at this facility at camp we're actually in the same building uh we were just in different rooms because of space uh we brought my niece along to help with the kids so they were all in one room i was in my own room there was one night it was like one in the morning. Uh, it was like Friday night, the first time we got there. Kayla texted me 
she's like, hey, I have to pee. I have to pee. Can you keep an ear out for the kids? And I happened to be awake, and I looked at it, and we stood out in the hallway and talked for, like, 10 minutes after, like, we were, you know, after she went to the bathroom, and since I was awake, we just sat and talked, and we hadn't talked that really at all that day. So it was nice to just, like, have those moments to, to connect. Um, but, yeah, it definitely seems like right now the time that we can is, you know, late at night or around the kitchen. Or if the kids are in the bathtub, we can, like, sit and talk for a few minutes as yeah. we clean or whatever it might be, you know? Yeah. Um, so doing things like that, and then I'm trying to be better about realizing the things that she does and has an interest in, right? And in those moments of connections, trying to talk about that or what's going on in her world. Um, so, like, in April, we're going to see a live uh, production of one of the podcasts she listens to. Um, I got her tickets for her birthday to go see that. Yeah. Um, so I'm, like, super excited to go take her to that. I'm super excited because it's, like, her two you know, her favorite podcast. I'm excited to like have her be there and see it live. Um, but then we're also going to see Hozier in May. I got tickets to go see nice. Hozier. Um, she absolutely loves Hozier. Hozier. So like getting to be able to do those things for her also like helps to not to like buy her love, but like, it's just like the, Hey, I know this is something that's really meaningful to you. I want you to go do these things. Well, you're, you're a gift uh what is that uh your love language yes. is gifts yes so it makes sense it is yes it really right? is absolutely so you know it's tough like you said it's tough to find the moments and it's not gonna happen forever um but we do we do talk a lot like man i miss you you know it seems like we haven't really talked in a long time but hopefully soon we can you know mm -hmm. hopefully our kids might get on a normal schedule or whatever it may be thankfully there are, is also days during the week where i work from home while she works from home so we may be able to like sit and have lunch together or just kind of <clears throat> i find even just sitting in each other's presence just feels good too sure whether we're both just in the living room scrolling on the phone or i'm watching a movie and she's just laying on the couch falling asleep, whatever it might be. You know, just being near each other helps, too. Even though we're not saying anything, just being right next to each other is a good way for us to continue to build that connection, I guess. For sure. You know? I love it. Always find time for each other, no matter how much. Yeah, even if it's a little thing, you know? Just saying, hey, I love you. I miss you. I hope you're doing all right. As best as you can be, <laughs> you know it's it's tough out there. It's tough it to be a parent. In it's these, hard. In this it's always world. hard. It's always hard. Um, anything else? Let's Any let other these people get out of things? here. Let's get out of here. It's late. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we really appreciate you. Uh, if you haven't already, give us a like, a comment, subscribe, rating, review, all that good stuff. Um, it really helps us out. We continue to get like more listens every week, which is amazing. Um, so definitely, we appreciate everything that you all do. We're going to try to, I think, do a few more things uh, out there in the social media world, hopefully soon. Um, yeah, but thank you all so much. We appreciate you. And thank you so much for playing Ant for having us on the podcast network.
Go follow us on social media. We're at Big Dad Energy Pod on, on Twitter and Facebook. Big Dad Energy Podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Go find us on YouTube. Big Dad Energy Podcast. The tube. The tube. Uh, we post the last few episodes on there. This one will be posted on there. Go follow us on YouTube. Like, subscribe, all that YouTube stuff that you do. Uh, if you have the opportunity to watch us in a visual medium, it's out there now. So feel like watch us on YouTube, watch us talk back and forth, go do it. Um, and uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We appreciate it every week. Uh, for both of us, I'm Jared Schmansky. I'm Joe Lopez. Remember, click your tongue twice for using. This has been a production of Planet Amp Podcast, powered by Pinecast.